0: Hi everybody, I'm Jen Johnson and you are watching Thought by Thought Healing where I talk about everything related to chronic pain and chronic symptoms. I come at this from a Christian perspective and so if that's important to you then you're definitely in the right place and you should subscribe. If you are listening to this on podcast platforms, I would love if you would leave me a review. That is how we get this information out there. I'm a chronic pain coach and I'm really passionate about sharing as much information about healing as possible because I have my own story of healing from... Chronic pain, stomach issues, SIBO, insomnia, brain fog, all the things. I could go on forever. It really did steal my life from me. And now I am here healthier than I've ever been in my entire life. That does not mean I never have any pain. We need pain. And it does let us know when things are amiss. But I probably have 90% of my time has zero symptoms at all and the other five to 10% of the time, I might have 5% of the pain that I used to have. So I want to put that out there so that you know what healing is. Healing is not that you never feel a symptom again. And part of the reason that's important to know is that the process of healing from pain is not to get rid of your symptoms altogether. It is to learn how, when the symptoms show up, to not make them a big deal. And so the brain then lets go of that and you no longer have the symptom. Again, healing does not come from not having the symptom. It comes during the times in how you respond and react emotionally and mentally to the symptoms themselves. That is when the true healing happens. But in that journey of healing, we also are talking about not just our reactions to our symptoms and to the sensations in our bodies, but we're also talking about thoughts because really this all has to do with mindset. It has to do with your your thoughts, your emotions, your beliefs, your mindset. It's all of what happens up in here. If you're listening, I'm pointing to my brain. So that means that we we need tools for how to relate to our symptoms, but we also need tools in how we relate to our thoughts, ruminating thoughts, um, intrusive thoughts, anxiety. Just the the um, different ways that we have to deal with, with with what is happening in our mind. Sometimes out of the middle of nowhere, or thoughts that we don't even want to be having. So. How we relate to them really matters. So, I've spent some time praying this week about wh- what are what are the tools that we do have, and how would God want us to handle and and respond to our emotions? So, or our thoughts. So, um, I have four avenues of which I use to deal with my thoughts and sometimes I use number three and sometimes one and four and so it's not a one size fits all it really depends on a lot of things and you will eventually be able to figure this out for yourself so the first one is I'm going to call it just saying no the second one is just say yes the third I'm calling it don't itch it and the fourth is to name it the say no is pretty simple and yes there are times that it is just absolutely okay to say absolutely not I'm not entertaining that thought and we want to when we do that I think the intensity of your saying no needs to be just a little bit more intense than the thought coming at you so in this we are talking about a battle between you and your thoughts at times and we don't have to believe and buy into our thoughts we just don't but sometimes the way to um, address them is just to be strong and say no I'm not buying into this and that's that and moving on and that is absolutely okay sometimes that doesn't work though sometimes we need to say yes and what what that means is to address it So if you know me and you've listened to me for any amount of time, you know that I think that writing is incredibly powerful. It is, you cannot think yourself out of cyclical thoughts. Doesn't work. It's too meta. We need to actually stop and say, what is underneath this? What is the root? The root is buried in a plant. If you think about that, the root of some of these thoughts are pretty deep. So writing is really powerful. It's funny because it's the last thing in the world we want to do. I love writing and it is still like the last draw. When I I get to the point where I can't handle my thoughts anymore, that's when you'll find me writing instead of doing it up front. I don't know why we all do this, but I think it is really helpful to stop and process what is behind these cyclical or intrusive thoughts, anxiety, what's underneath there. We can also talk to a counselor or a good friend coach just somebody to help you to see what you're not seeing that's underneath there obviously praying is a big part of this for me writing for me writing is maybe <laughs> Prayer. I might even say that it is just praying because it, it is a way of me asking the Lord to intervene and to interrupt and, and show me freedom or show me where he wants me to have power or love or a sound mind and in what way uh, my writing, journaling is always ending with what he has to say about this thing. And it is always good and freeing and empowering. So that's the yes. Buy into it as in sit down, take the time, devote yourself to it. The third one that don't itch it is essentially don't buy into it. It's, it's kind of like if a mosquito bites you and the first thing you want to do is itch it or to get to it or address it or resolve it or, uh, you know, cyclically think about the thought and before you know you're down, you're this spiral and you can't get off the couch and the thought has now taken over your life. That's kind of like the itching, right? We have to go through a time where we don't buy into the itching. It's there but I'm not buying into it. I'm not entertaining it. I also like to think of it um, if you were, well, you were a kid at some point in time. When you were a kid, did you ever blow bubbles? And I just imagine somebody trying to attack me with bubbles and saying, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to believe this, this bubble. It's not going to do anything to me. In fact, it's going to pop. I don't even have to um, engage with it. It's just a thing and it does not... Um, our thoughts do not always represent what is happening at the depths of our beliefs. So we can say at times, this thought is not mine. I don't want it and I'm not going to buy into it. So just saying no. And this is similar to how we respond to symptoms, right? In pr- pain reprocessing therapy, there's an attitude of, "Of oh yeah, my body is responding. Oh, yep, I had Problem sleeping last night, I'm having some symptoms today, not a big deal, I don't have to freak out. We want to freak out a little less, as Dan Buglio would say. And in the same way with our thoughts, we don't have to buy in. And that's that, moving on. And the fourth one that I want to talk about is naming your the type of thought you're having, which can be really helpful because it kind of can get to the root of like, what is this thing? So I wrote down a list of the ones that I think are most common in my clients and in my own healing story. There are many more and you can Google this, but here's what I came up with. So as you're having a ruminating or cyclical anxiety, um, intrusive thought, is it rehashing? Am I rehashing something that already happened in life and I'm thinking about it over and over again? Am I blame shifting? Am I blaming somebody else for something am I what ifing so catastrophizing what if I what if that Uh, making the worst scenario possible or even in that what ifing you can be planning to avoid the worst case scenario which is also not healthy and not good for us Uh, are you perfection planning (laughs) meaning You're trying to figure out the very best way to do life and what decisions to make in order to have the very best outcome you can possibly have. That's definitely what I've done in the past. Judging. Am I judging others or myself? Am I micromanaging how people see me? That's a big one. There's a saying that goes around Instagram sometimes. It's no, it's none of my business how people see me. And I love that because it's not what people think about and how they want to label you and how they want to see you. Just let that be their business and you just move on with your day. Certainty. Are you searching for certainty in your thought life? Whew. I know for me this is a big one. I'm going to get back to that one at the very end. But... The last two before I talk about that are, are, are you tearing yourself down? Are you being self-critical in, in, a, in a really mean way? And then finally, are you second-guessing? Are you second-guessing every decision you make, every decision you're going to make? So those are a few options that might be part of what your thoughts are. And just being able to name those things helps us to be able to move past them at times. The final one that I wanted to just bring up and kind of put some feelers out there if some of you would like to hear me talk about this or if you would like an article on this I can send it to you my email is thoughtbythoughthealing at gmail.com but it's on scrupulosity and sometimes as Christians and many other people not just Christians can get stuck in this religious OCD pattern of thinking of Needing to make the very best and right decision. What needing to know right and wrong. Needing to have certainty around doubts and know exactly what you believe and think. Um, There's a a lot of weight put on every thought must in some way represent what is deep down in me. And in reality, sometimes it is not. And so um, it can be called religious OCD. So if that's you and you struggle with that, then you should definitely send me an email thoughtbythoughthealing at gmail.com like I said and I can send you this link or else I could make um, another video on this scrupulosity and and like I mentioned last time, gaslighting kind of go hand in hand. So those are the four ways that I find helpful and as you as I mentioned before, they are similar to the tools in which we respond to our body kind of an indifference letting it be there not having it have to mean something huge we don't have to respond in fear to it we don't have to engage in it we don't have to try to fix it we can just say look there's this thought it doesn't represent truth it doesn't represent truth moving on we can also use a strong no voice and say absolutely not i'm not buying into that we can use the yes and address so sitting down and facing it if you haven't done that type of work yet that is to me pivotal for healing you do need to get to what are the emotions and beliefs that are that are driving things and so you're going to always hear me saying first and foremost have you dealt with the thing and then once you have using some of these other these other ways of approaching and that final one in my review was naming it what are the ways what are the categories in which um these this this thought you're having this repetitive thought you're having um what category does it fall into and that can help you just kind of recognize for me i i need to know sometimes that these thoughts are not a message from god and so if i can put them in one of these categories i can really easily say this is this is not from god this is this is a different voice this is a different energy a motivation uh that i can reject and not listen to I don't have to itch it that and that itching scenario I think is is good because like I was talking about in the healing journey we do have to tolerate the healing comes in in allowing and not trying to fix and and knowing that I am safe even in ruminating even in um, a thought that I don't want to have I can I, I don't have to react to fear to that thing doesn't mean i accept it it means i say it's here i don't fear it i don't buy into it and the same with our our symptoms we want to have kind of a um an allowing or strength uh, a strong approach to both of those things all right i hope that's helpful for you guys um Yeah, and if you have any topics you would like me to talk about and to address, feel free to shoot me an email, thoughtbythoughthealing at gmail.com. I don't know if any of you saw this, but I have accidentally had all comments held for review for the last about four months. Which means every video that I've posted, whenever somebody makes a comment, it's 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 held in this inbox for me that i didn't and i have to approve it and i didn't know that i had that box checked and so that's why i have not been responding to people um i cannot go back and ch- I, I don't think that i can go back and change that setting now in those in all my past episodes but going forward i will have them but all that to say it's better if you just email because as you know techn- technology is not my best friend Okay, that's all I have to say for today. Check out my website, thoughtbythoughthealing.com. If you are interested in having a free consultation, also reach out to me um, through email and that's it. All right, guys, have a good week and I will talk to you later. Bye.